The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, from my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but there's money, crypto money, in each sound effect. <laughs> sure there is. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. The Bible says that we're supposed to be be aware of false prophets, especially those who deny Jesus. Hello. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because so far, I've been able to make it into the studio to do the show. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Why are you listening? We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy. Here's the first question I'm going to ask you. What should we expect? How about that as a Christian? What should we expect? Huh, 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 huh? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. We want you to be able to reach out to us. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you can do it in multiple fashions. You can get on an airplane, parachute down, and then show us your little signs as you're going all the way down. We won't see that because we're in the middle of a studio, but that's kind of a fun way to do it. You can also call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, there is something that will, that will happen. It's a very special event. You will be talking to Dynamite. D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. That's right. Talking to Dynamite D is like hitting the bell at the Carnival Strongman Contest. By the way, that thing's called the High Striker. Did you know that? That's different. That's different, isn't it? <laughs> When you see the next one, you'll be laughing there. You're just going to crack up. Also, by the way, you can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. 
1-800-273-8283. Additionally, you can send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. My name, and then the at thingy, the A with the circle around it that looks kind of goofy, and then hemustincrease.org. Additionally, we send you up to the website. On the website, there is some cool stuff. Let's keep it simple. On the website, there are places for you to put in a praise report or a prayer request. You might be a person that says, I really do need prayer for this. I really do want to share this thing that's happening, but I don't like the idea of talking on the radio. Ooh. So if that's the case, just go to the website, fill out the information. If you don't want it to be public, of course, we'll just pray for it privately. But if you don't mind, we'll have the audience pray with us. We'll, they'll have pray for you, or they'll be able to share some of the things that you're going through. They'll love it. It's awesome. But the only way to do all this stuff, oh, yeah, and give, is by going to the website, go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Firecracker. I was thinking fried chicken. Okay. Fried chicken? It's like thrown in like the thing kind of thing. It's like it's like you know deep frying. Yeah. Okay. You, you can almost win any one of those if you start dropping deep frying on me. I'm just telling you right now. There's there's probably not one of those you will ever lose. Just so you can be aware of that. Uh, we're gonna open up with prayer. I want to pray for Al, our good brother Al, and his wife Lori. Uh, still going through it, and everybody needs to be praying for them. You know, when you pray for somebody, you can pray, and then you go, oh, yeah, I prayed for them, that's it. That is not how you carry a burden. You make it a part of you. You join a struggle by making it a part of you, and Al's doing his best to help uh, Lori, and Lori's having a kind of a hard time adjusting to it. Let's pray for Al, and we'll pray for the rest of the audience as well. Let's do it right now. We come before the Father together in faith. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We have no power of our own. We own nothing. We have nothing. But you are the creator of the universe, and you hold all things in the palm of your hand. And we ask you on behalf of our brother Al and our sister Lori, in the name of Jesus, that you would give Al a fortitude, a resolve that makes him immovable, and that he would be able to minister to Lori, and that Lori would receive what she needs to receive in order to get better, and that she would surrender to you in this process. We ask, Lord God, for others in our audience who are going through tremendous struggles internally, fighting through different elements of of just feeling inferior or feeling left out. We, We just pray, come before you and ask you to give strength and courage to those who are fighting fear. Give them a courage. Give them a tenacity. Give them a confidence that you are the God of possibilities. And all things are possible with you, and it only takes a moment for a miracle, Lord. Bring those moments to our people. We need them, and we need you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, all right. So uh, for those that do not know, we are in, uh, and this is Tuesday, right? It is Tuesday, right, all day? doesn't change in the middle of the day or nothing? Not yet. Okay. 
I had to check because sometimes I even act, act, ask my wife over the weekend, what day is it? <laughs> that's, that's just not a good sign. All right, we are in Matthew. We are in chapter 8. And boy, not this week, but next week and the week after, some of you are going to go, what? But it's okay. We're in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. This is the moment where the centurion, so we've just finished up. The, the man who had, was the leper, who had the leprosy, and remember, Jesus said to him, Jesus told him, see that you don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priests and offer gifts that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And then everybody's like, well, why would Jesus tell him that? And that's because sometimes there's a ruckus that takes place, and Jesus wanted the testimony to go right to the priests so that they could not deny that this man had been healed by the power of God, and they would have to acknowledge it. And so not everyone every miracle and not every testimony, not every moment is supposed to have a flashlight on it. Some are and some are not. Now that that's taken place, he enters Capernaum. This is verse 5. When he entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed and in terrible agony. Jesus said to him, am I to come to him to heal him? Let's just stop right there so you can understand something about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I want to make sure you hear what I'm going to say. I'm going to say something that's going to fly in the face of some people. That's just the way it goes. Okay, the centurion came to Jesus. This story is in multiple Gospels. There's no, listen to what I'm going to say, no contradiction relating to how this story is being communicated. And you think, but in the one story, the other guys come for him, and in this story, he comes, and I don't get it. It's very simple. The Gospels are not history books, although they are his story books. The Gospel are four different accounts from four different perspectives of the same events. And I just want you to think about an elephant. It's my favorite example because my mom used to like elephants. Here is the simple, simple truth. If you look at an elephant from the north, south, east, and west, the east and west might have very similar takes on it. The person from the north is going to think, huh? And the person from the south is going to think, I wish I was on the north side. Here's the bottom line. It's the perspective that they're looking at, and these people are sharing the story. What's most amazing about the Bible is in the synoptic gospels, there's a 99.6% similarity for historical books that are 2,000 years old. There is no documents anywhere in the universe that can come close to the amazing miracle of the Bible being telling these stories and having these details and stuff. It's just way, way astronomically out there. So the so the, the centurion comes to him. Let's not be really silly about it. A centurion is in charge of, get, get this, about 100 soldiers. And you think, well, how do you know that? Century, centurion. Okay. That's how you know that. All right. And he's coming before him. And guess what he has figured out? He's figured out that the situation for his servant, listen to what I'm going to say, is beyond him. This is not a guy that is unable to accomplish things. He's got a hundred plus people that do whatever he commands, that respond to him at an instant or are executed for failure to obey. And here's a guy that knows this situation is beyond his scope. He needs help that goes beyond his control. Would to God that our leaders in our own country would recognize that they're in situations 
situations that are beyond their control. And the best thing they can do is repent and go to the Lord or at least seek the Lord. That would be awesome just by itself. But the idea behind this is he comes because he needs help. He's not used to needing help. It's beyond him, and he comes to God. And that is what we need to remember, that when it is beyond you, there are times where God lets it be beyond you so that the only thing you will do is go to God because there's no other solution. And that's exactly the way that God wants it so that you know when it comes to pass and when it's fulfilled, it was the hand of God. That's what the Lord does that all the time. Just read. You'll see it time and time again. So when we come back, we'll talk about what this exchange is with Jesus and the centurion. First, we'll take our break. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Because what we're getting is this snapshot of Jesus. And there's a lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we say, but at no point should anybody ever lose what's going on here. And when we get into our Philippians teach tomorrow, you're going to see how very specific Christology, the study of Christ, fits into play on Jesus Christ being honored uh, above all and understanding how that this snapshot of Jesus plays into or leads us into the understanding of the superiority of Christ. Nobody else was fully God and fully man, period. And so nobody else can represent God to man or man to God. So in this situation, we get to see the Jairus. He has a 12-year-old daughter. She's dying. Not, uh, not good news. This woman who's got this bleeding issue, issue of blood, she comes up to Jesus, uh, touches him without saying anything. Jesus has restoration and healing for her in physical, social, and psychological aspects, which is just uh, wonderful if you think about how Jesus, Jesus cares about the whole person doesn't care about a part of a person, cares about every inch of you. 
If you're doing well physically, but you're not doing well psychologically, Jesus cares about that. If you're doing well psychologically and not doing well physically, Jesus cares about that. If you can't have contact with people and you feel like you're completely isolated, Jesus cares about that. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our first trivia question. Going to go a little Old Testament on you. Actually, for the first two questions. Here's the first one, though. Who was the favorite child of Isaac's wife, Rebecca? There you go. Who was the favorite child of Isaac's wife, Rebecca? Okay? I know. All parents love all their kids exactly the same. Except uh, the entire book of Genesis says that ain't true. <laughs> so just, I'm just not even part of it. It's like every family is like, wow, that's just bizarre. Anyhow, uh, I'm just going <laughs> to... Al. I cannot respond to what Al said. That's just too funny. Uh, but I know he was where he was going with it. Jenny popping in very early for a pow pow. Very nice, by the way. Uh, 972-445-0770. Yeah, it's kind of a weird way to ask it, but that's kind of the fun part of this. Uh, 972-445-0770. That would be the number two call in. You can text in 214 210 8483, and then you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. Somebody is calling in, and so we will uh, give them a chance. I did ask it kind of a weird way, just to smile. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, they're trivia questions, okay? You got to do the best you can, okay? All right, we do have somebody that's ready to answer. Uh, I got to remind uh, my good friend Abraham, you got a text on my number. You can't call my number. Just just reminding you, bro. Uh, send him on through. Let's go. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, this is a spaghetti and meatball. <laughs> What's happening, my brother? <laughs> hey, not much. Uh, well, okay, before I lose my connection, I'm going to give you the answer. Is the guy with the, the multiple color coat that he received from his daddy... And he was uh, prisoned in Egypt and then become the the prince of Egypt. Uh, and his name is Joseph. Okay, now is that the is that the favorite child of Isaac? Okay. Or is that the All right, so then it could be the Benjamin. Okay. No, but 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 if you gotta go back one generation. Uh, <laughs> Abraham, uh, Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. So who was Isaac's Who's it? Abraham, Isaac, and oh yeah, that was the uh, the guy who tricked with a yes, yes, yes. It rhymes with yeah, makeup. So Jacob. Yes, that's it right there. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, I, sorry, I, I didn't hear the the full question. So. <laughs> That's why you got. That's why we walk you through it. How are you, my brother? What's happening with you? Uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want? Yeah. You, can I pray for you just to have a little bit of extra joy and and, and confidence? Yes, 
sir. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. Lift up our brother, Samson. We love him. We pray not just for him, but for all the people that are listening, that they could have an increase of joy. In your presence is the fullness of joy. So this prayer really means more of you, God. That's what this prayer means. More of you in them, around them, and wherever they're heading, whatever they're doing, and fill them up and bless them and encourage them in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Amen. Amen, my brother. Thank you. Hey, uh, I don't know if it's right or not to ask people to make sure to vote, regardless of whatever they choose, but make sure to vote. Yeah. You, you want people participating to have the opportunity. So that is yes, that's okay to say. Because if we don't vote, it doesn't count. Yep. 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 And then the biggest thing is if you don't vote, you can't complain. Yes. That's my biggest Thank thing. you. That's my biggest uh, argument right there. Yeah, you, you and your family and your audience are in my prayer. Yeah. I love you all. Love you. Love you, brother. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right, let's do our DNA because we still have to do our DNA. So, so see, sometimes you think of it and you think, oh, no, that's, that's – and it sounded like it could be Joseph because, you know, he's a favored but, 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 but this was the generation before. Skipping beforehand. All right, let's do our DNA. DNA is what we are built of, what we're made of, our building blocks, so to speak. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, every day, spend time with the guy in the sky. Every day that ends with Y, spend some time with the guy in the sky. There, a lot of rhyming going on. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And it's important for you to understand that because what they're going to do is make it so that you Every time you utter, say it, know it, quote it, you're going to be on the block and have to give an account for this thing. That's where persecution will get serious in this country. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means it's not about being served. It's not about people feeding you. Uh, It's nothing wrong with people feeding you, but it is about you feeding them. And it's very difficult uh, for, for people to understand that the universe doesn't center around them. That's one of the things that Jesus does. Is that you got to die to your old self so that the new you can be born and your new you can go, yeah, i got to do this differently because last time around didn't work so good, right? All right. All right, let's get back into the text. The centurion, he comes from, uh, he entered Capernaum. The centurion came to him pleading with him, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed in terrible agony. Jesus said, am I to come to heal, to heal him? What Jesus was asking is, did you want me to come? In another translation, it says, I, I will come and heal him. The whole premise is not how Jesus responded in that, uh, in that realm of statement. It's that Jesus said, I'll come. I'll, I'll take care of him. But the guy who was making the pleading was like, you don't need to. And it's right there. That's an unbelievable. See, normally when you need help, you want the person there. It's their presence that makes a big difference. But this guy operated, this centurion operated under this principle. Authority is where everybody has the capacity to do things. And he believed that Jesus had the authority over people just by speaking it, it would be. Just by saying it, just by declaring it, because he actually believed something that a lot of us say we believe, but this guy actually functioned in it. He believed that Jesus was the son of the living God, the Messiah. He believed he was Lord and that he make a command over a body and the body would have to respond because it 
was in Jesus' authority to do. When you pray in the name of Jesus, and it's spiritual warfare, it's in that authority that you're standing firm. His authority, Jesus' authority. What kind of authority does Jesus have? I don't know. Let's go to Matthew 28, 18 through 20. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. Go, therefore. I'm with you. I'll help you. So what, what this centurion did was he recognized something that went way past the emotional. I'm just telling you, he, he, went into the, he went into the practical functionality of divinity and said, you have the authority, just say it, man, and it'll happen. You don't even have to come to my house, just declare it, it shall be. You know, sometimes when I pray, and this is true, I don't know if you guys are it is, sometimes when I pray to the Lord, I say, all I need is a yes. I do, I say that to the Lord. It's like, all I need is a yes from you. Because if I get a yes, pop, done, it's over, right? God doesn't have to come down, doesn't have to have an angel show, and doesn't have to have fireworks and skittles and rainbows. If God says yes, it's done. Remember, this is the one who said, let there be light. <laughs> see, 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 see how that works. I was like, wow. And this, this isn't true. He got authority. He knew authority because he was under authority. He was over in authority. In other words, he lived in this realm. And Jesus gives us a big key to faith right here with this guy. This is why it's so early in Matthew. Here's the big key to faith. If you really understand that Jesus holds the authority, you will really understand his power. No, it's like, whoa, wait a second. So no, this is what it is. And just as a side note, and I shouldn't bring it up, but I'm going to because I just have to. Uh, he comes on the behalf of his servant who's lying at home paralyzed in terrible agony. There's a couple of numbskulls out there that think that this is somebody who's more than just a servant. This is a servant. This is a soldier who cares about his people, right? And so he wants him not to be in agony because his soldier is in agony. I just want to say this, and I'm just going to kind of get it out on the shelf, and you can like it or lump it, I guess, and that's the way to say it. But the bottom line is this. This guy is coming on behalf of his soldier, not because this soldier is a super special close friend like the LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ group thinks. That's ridiculous. If my dog is in agony, I take my dog to the vet. That doesn't mean I'm gay. It's just so stupid. It's like, give me a break. I just had to get that out. Anyway, bottom line is this. Understanding the authority of Jesus Christ helps us understand his power to heal and aids us in operating in a genuine faith. Get that? A real faith that says, I know you can do this. There you go. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. 
You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. The David Spoon Experience. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Brother Ace. Hey, Brother Ace. How are you, my bro? I'm doing good. I'm uh, under a tree in the shade and eating uh, chicken and dumplings. Nice. That's nice. <laughs> good for you. You just that's how you're in the shade eating chicken and dumplings. I like it. All right. Yeah. I, I gave this I gave this clue, and I think some people might have not quite caught it. So I'm hoping you did. Which king said, mm-hmm. as I was lying in my bed, the images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. Uh, are you looking for a Nebuchadnezzar? That is correct, sir! Yes, sir! Remember, now the reason that I gave the moo sound is because he mm-hmm. was driven and he ate with the cattle, and so I just gave mm-hmm. the moo. <laughs> yeah, I caught that right away, yeah. Yeah, that was quite an experience for the man to be a king and then have to eat and be like a cow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's God's got to humble us sometimes, and we just got to accept it. You know. That's exactly right. You know, you think about that guy, and you think he that guy he would have been, and even Daniel warned him he would have been fine, except he walked out on that. He walked out on his foray, and he goes, "I have built all this." <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was a dumb thing to say right there. That that was it. You and Elsie the cow. That's what happened right there. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. that's exactly right. No, I'll tell you. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, life is uh, full of surprises, but. One thing you cannot do is be haughty in the in the presence of the Lord. I know that. Amen, <laughs> so, brother. Man. All right, well, it was good to talk to you. I, I encourage Gabriel to continue to rise to his profession. It'll be good. Yep, you got it. And we'll work it all, all together. Right. And we'll help him get there. Right. We'll all look, right. All right, brother. We'll talk- love, love you in the Lord, bro. Yeah, we love you too. Thanks for praying for me. I appreciate that. You got it. Seven seventy K A A M Garland Dallas Fort Worth.